You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another podcast. I'm so happy to have you here with our beautiful guest, Stevie Mills. Stevie has a huge list of accomplishments. I've got three pages of them written down on my desk, and I am just so incredibly happy to be able to share everything that she does with you. She is the author of 14 books. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in Public Relations and a Master of Science degree in Human Resources. She has an amazing career story that I think will really inspire you and you will find it very relatable as well. She is the writer of the world-recognized Just Stevie column and is the host of Just Stevie segment on Blog Talk Radio. And she also can be heard on a CD entitled Definition of a Beauty Queen, and that is B-E-A-U-T-Y Queen. She has a huge vision. It is going to impact women all over the world, it already is. And she attributes her success to her faith and that her business holds a strong foundation that sets the platform for growth for her clients. She is just an amazing person who's here to empower, inspire, and motivate you and to just really share with you her knowledge and her story. So welcome to the show, Stevie Mill. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here. I just want to give out your website right away so that if people are sitting in a place where they can look it up while we talk, it is Stevie, and that is S-T-E-V-I-I.com. So I'll say it one more time, www.stevii.com. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is at just Stevie. And remember, Stevie is spelled S-T-E-V-I-I. So they can find you easily. I just looked you up and found you easily. So it'll be great for them to be able to, the listeners to be able to look up things while we talk. Awesome. I love it. Wonderful. Well, I really enjoyed hearing about your story about how you realized that everything that you thought you wanted and why you went to school all of those years kind of turned out to be a little bit differently than what you expected. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Do you mind sharing your story with the listeners? I would love to. And as we were talking prior to the show, I always start by saying I was the girl who went from kindergarten to grad school because that's literally what I did. <laughs> there are no breaks in between. And I thought like the next logical thing was to get a job. And so I did. And the first job out of grad school, I absolutely loved it. It allowed me to go into an interview where the manager said, Stevie, here's the grant for the program. What will you do with it? And I told her and she must have liked my vision because I was hired and I was supposed to be there three months. I ended up three years and very grateful for that position. But then the grant ended and it was what to my attention that I need to do something that would say, hey, Stevie, now that you have done this, why don't you get a job where your grad degree would command the payment that you're supposed to get, right? That's what you're supposed to do. The more degrees, more money. That's what I thought. And so I did. And can you believe I hated that job? I am such a free spirit that I don't like confinement very much. And I ended up in a place in the space in corporate America that I'd never had been in my life. And that is truly with a whole lot of rules. You can do this and do that and you can't do this and can't do that. And I ended up being there for a year 
But in that year, I realized that my body was changing and I ended up getting very, very stressed out and ended up being very sick. And I went from a size 14 to a size zero, had to have three colonoscopies within 30 days, two within 24 hours, and I got shingles. And this was all at the age of 30. Wow. Talk about your mind-body connection, hey, with stress and, and how it manifests somewhere. And a lot of times it is in our bodies and our physical health. Absolutely. So well, you were, I'm assuming, in and out of hospital a little bit or at least seeing doctors a lot. What, yes. what happened next? So, yes, I went through the whole rigmarole of seeing the doctors because, again, I had the three colonoscopies, so they didn't know what was going on with my body. <laughs> my body was mm-hmm. clearly out of control. And so... What happened next, fast forward, this went on for a year. So fast forward to the end part of this, what happened was I just had one day just came up with a realization that I needed to do something different. I was scared to go back to somebody's job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was scared to do that. But what I ended up doing was to look at what skills, talents, and abilities I had. And one of the things that I first started out my business, and I always talk to people who have thought about direct sales and network marketing, it provided a great foundation for my business that I created. And I was working for a with a direct sales company. And one of the things I always thought about was, wouldn't it be cool if this went beyond this product and that we actually tapped into women's empowerment? And because of that, I created my tour, Beauty From Head to Toe Tour, back in 2011, when I didn't have any money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just had people who believed in my dream and I had my faith. And so that's where it all started. And fast forward to 2020, where we are now, it truly has become like an awesome journey. I was able to, like you said, publish 14 books. My 14th will be out this year. My goal for 2020 is to have 20 books. So I've been on countless stages, spoken with countless people. Some people you may know, like Lisa Nichols. I've been on the same stage as her. Uh, I've had multiple podcasts over those years. Two right now I hold on iHeartRadio. I've been just, you know, I always feel like my story is very much similar to Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump was one of my favorite movies. And, you know, in that movie, he just kept going into these different amazing opportunities. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, despite any obstacles that he had or any challenges that he had, he just ended up in the right places. And really, that's what I feel like it was about because I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. That was not what I set out to be in life. You know, it's funny as I listen to you talk, I think about other guests that I've had on the show and about my own life. And it's kind of one of those things that when you step out into the unknown, so much happens that you couldn't have even dreamed of, but everything works out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, there's, uh, I find that opportunity just presents itself over and over again. And, uh, you know, the real secret is the consistency for me anyways. What do you find the secret is? I really think faith, my faith has taken me a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, it hard work. You know, the best book that I've ever read is the Bible. I'm very much akin to my faith. And faith without works is dead is something that I read in that book. And so... I think that's what it is. Like you have to have the faith, but you also have to have the work. You know, we can believe Mm -hmm. for a lot of different things and not do any work to get there. And that's never going to get you where you desire to be. You know, that's true. There is the take action. And I just want to say for the people listening too, to 
to really think about what it is that Stevie just said, and that is faith, faith without works is dead. So often we get stuck in the planning stage and we can plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and not do anything. And then we don't get the results and we get discouraged or we move on to something else. And I had somebody on the podcast recently who said something that really stuck with me and that is done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And so, you know, really taking that work and that action and just, you know, starting today by being the person that it is that you feel that you you need to be to carry on with your business. So often we think we need more personal growth or we need maybe more education or more money or more time, but start today, take action today. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you tell us more about your speaking engagements and what it is that you like to speak about the most? I love speaking and I one a lady that I met some years ago she said either you're a speaker who writes or a writer who speaks and even though I have books I'm definitely a speaker who writes and it just lights me up to be on stages and to be able to share messages and just to really give my personal story I also talk about visibility plus credibility equals cash and in that visibility the more visible you are the more credible you become, the more cash you make in your business. So I'm always talking to people about how they can take what that is that they've been created to be, who they have been created to be, and to utilize it to impact the world with their business. Because I feel like authenticity is something that is not as easily spread because we are trying to be something that we're not. And that impedes the progress of your business when you are not being the person who you've been called to be. Tell us more about that. I understand what you're saying because I had to learn this lesson the long way. I won't say the hard way, but the long way. <laughs> how, can, how can listeners do that? How can they really just tap into who they are? Yes. Um, one of the easy ways to do it is to write a list. Like write a list in the quiet space and say, okay, this, I don't like this. I do like this. And even the simplest things like I don't like vanilla ice cream or I do like M&Ms or whatever you want to write, write down everything you do and you don't like, because that is where we need to start. So many people don't know who they are. So, or what they like. So it's hard to be at the higher level of, you know, authenticity if we don't know the simplest things about who we are. So write a list. And then the second thing is to give yourself permission. And I always say, find the courage and confidence to sign the permission slip to your ideal life because it takes courage and confidence to say, I don't want to do this. Even though, you know, everybody else is digging, I want to zag. Or Mm -hmm. even though I'm found in this whole black and white world, I want to be that splash of pink. It's so much that we don't want to do because especially in this world, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since 2009. So that's 10 years, almost, well, this year will be 11 years in business. And, you know, I built my business. I'm so grateful that I built it before social media because now we can pick up our phones and we can see, oh my gosh, this person is doing this, 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 and they're living their best life. And it looks like they're vacationing in Saint-Tropez and You know, all this amazingness that people do that we don't even know if that's real or not. And that's right at our hands to see it. 
you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we have to unplug from all that because it helps to foster that spirit of comparison. And mm-hmm. that's not going to be what needs to serve you in business as you grow and develop because you can't look at what everybody else is doing. You got to keep your eyes on your own paper. Just like they told you in school, keep your eyes on your own paper. You know, <laughs> that's, so, such, go ahead. that's absolutely great advice because I've caught myself doing that, you know, especially right now. We're recording this on January 2nd and through between Christmas and the New Year's, I've gotten 10,000 emails of people doing this and doing that and you know, as far as entrepreneurship and business goes. And so, you know, there's this little voice in my head saying, well, I should be doing this or I should be doing that because everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really learning to stay true to who I am and what I do means not jumping on the next shiny object. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how Absolutely. do you develop that kind of discipline? I always say, it's funny because I feel like I'm saying, I always say, which is true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good that you know what you know. (laughs) Yeah. And I talk about the fact of blinders, rollerblades, and headphones. Blinders to keep you focused, rollerblades to keep you moving. I like to move fast. uh, So (laughs) maybe it comes (laughs) for you like a different vehicle, but then headphones to drown out all the noise. Those are the three proverbial items I always have because it's very easy to get distracted in this world of noise. And mm-hmm. so like a simple thing you can do, and it's hard to unplug, but I've learned to take very recently, and I learned this a few years ago, but I don't have nail email and I'm some social media on my phone because I don't, I can't be checking it all the time. If I'm checking it, then that means that I'm not doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so eliminating the noise that comes through your phone, eliminating the need to have it with you. You know, back in the day, I'm telling my age a little bit, but when they had internet cafes, <laughs> yes. you didn't have these devices at your disposal. Like you had to go actually to the place where the internet was. Mm-hmm. You didn't have it. And so it's just become a thing that can be so inundated with just noise. So really taking the time to say, okay, even if I can't detox from my phone for like a week or a month, I'm going to do it for an hour here and there or 30 minutes here and there and build up. And then you will then be able to just focus on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's really great advice. I'm going to repeat what you said about blinders, rollerblades, headphones, blinders to keep you focused, uh, rollerblades, because you're like I am and we like to go fast. <laughs> so whatever modality that might be for you and head- headphones to drown out the noise. And you're right. We do live in this instant society now and we feel for whatever reason, or at least I feel, maybe you can tell me if more people feel like this, that we have to respond instantly as well. I'm going to tell you what happened to me last night. It was about 11 o'clock and I got um, a message through Messenger asking a question about my business. And I started typing out the response. And then I had this little moment where I'm like, it is 11 o'clock on New Year's Day. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so, you know, I left it and I responded today, you know, probably around 10 a.m. this morning. But how many times do we just automatically feel like we need to be instant? That we've just become mm-hmm. such an instant society. That is so true. That is so true. And it's... I've learned <laughs> through social media because Facebook is one of the, the places where I live. I definitely live on Facebook. And I've had to learn to turn off notifications. I've had to learn to unfollow. And I've had to learn to, like, if somebody is always coming in my inbox and just 
like not having conversation, but advertising and pitching and all that's great in the right time, I will move them to my other folder. So I have to go and look for their messages because so much we, it's hard to have boundaries when your phone is so connected to you. And as entrepreneurs, we feel like we always have to do the things like, okay, it's five o'clock in the morning. My business hours aren't till much later in the day, but I still feel like I'm gonna miss something if I don't answer it. And that's not true. You know, it might be the fact that you might need to miss it. You might not need to miss it, but you have to take your own, we talking to myself too, have to take our own self and say, this is my boundary and I'm not going to move for it for anybody. Yes. Yes. And I think this is such a good lesson for us all, myself included. And, you know, really it is a bit of a scarcity mentality even. Mm-hmm. When we are thinking, you know, I have to respond right now, or I have to do this right now, or somebody else is doing this, so I need to do it as well. And I know that through your coaching programs and the counseling and the advice that you you give, that's one thing that you also really recommend is that mindset, keeping your mindset clear, mm-hmm. not falling into that place of of scarcity or lack in thinking. Yes, you you have to because if not, then you're going to miss out on the billions of people. Because it's very easy, like you were saying about the emails, it's very easy to see, okay, this is being bombarded in my email. This is what everybody is doing. But then there are like 6.5 billion other people who are not, you know, like (laughs) that's the reality. But because we are such a visual nation and everything has highly stimulated nation, then a world, we have to say, this is what we're doing right now. You know, we Mm -hmm. have to, we feel like that. But the truth of the matter is there are people all across the world who are looking for our messages and we don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I feel like differentiation is a lost art. And I am looking forward to bringing it back in 2020 because my book, Cultivating Your It Factor, my first book, talks about the fact of like standing out from the crowded marketplace and making more money. And not blending in with everybody doing everything, but standing out and saying, I am the expert in this space. And just because somebody else does the same thing that I do, they don't do it in the way in which I do because they're not me. That's so powerful to just own it, to just know that you are not a cookie cutter of everybody else out there as long as you be who you are to show up as yourself. And I love that tip that you've given the listeners to write a list about everything that you like and don't like to really start defining who you are. I know that when we are in relationships or just influenced by social media or our friends, you know, we can often start believing that we enjoy things that we don't even particularly enjoy. I can give an example. Uh, When my kids were younger, I used to go skiing all the time. I'm terrified of heights. I don't know why I felt like I needed to go skiing just because everybody else did, Mm -hmm. right? I hated every moment of it. And to learn to just recognize those things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, what is yours to like? What music do you like? You know, if money was no object, what is it that you would want to do to make an impact on this world? And I'm so glad that there is people like you out there who are dedicated to helping women, female entrepreneurs become as powerful and focused as they can possibly be. And to be able to just really get that extraordinary sense of satisfaction from what they do. And so I do want to repeat your website again. It is stevie.com. And you have a place on there where you do talk about your coaching engagements as well as your speaking engagements. And then you can go on over and click 
on cultivating as well and learning to live the life that you want and what your unique it factor is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know Stevie would love to help you working with that, uh, finding out what your it factor is, helping you to, to get clarity around that. Can you share with us here as we close, just if you have, uh, do you have another tip that you would like to share with the listeners or a favorite story of your success or your client's success? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for allowing me to share your space. I really appreciate it. I love being on spaces where we can have great conversation. And so one of the places or one of the tips that I would say for somebody who's like, Stevie, I want to be different. I feel in my spirit that I am different. Uh, but how, how does this work? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is I truly would say you have to look at yourself and find the good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. I know in this world that we're in, a lot of people want us to only look at the good parts, the great parts, right? But the truth of the matter is that we all have skeletons in our closet. We all have mistakes we've made. We all have this stuff. And one of the things I always say is that I want to tell my business before anybody else can tell it, because at least I get the opportunity to tell it correctly. And Mm -hmm. so... Consider those things that you have done in your past that may not be the most beautiful, shiny things that we want to applaud and have accolades about, but consider those things and craft your story. You own the narrative of everything in your life and business. And therefore, when you say it, then you have the opportunity to say it correctly. So don't just look at yourself being in the spotlight and having all of these things because if the tabloids start calling and they run that story, then you don't want to be in that place and feel like you have not had a choice in the matter. So Mm -hmm. go ahead and craft your story. Act like the celebrity you are. Walk in your celebrity status because really it is what I'm crafting as the exposure industry that's what I'm calling it, it's time to expose yourself in the right light that you desire to be. Oh, beautiful. I've never heard it said like that. And expose yourself in the right light that you deserve to be. And really, you know, that's such a great example that you just gave of, you know, thinking about the tabloids and how they don't always get it right or ever get it right. And how you have the choice to to tell your own story about who you are and what it is that you do and to really help to have someone working on your team to on how to present that to the world effectively, how to know what it is for even for yourself. Um, please do contact Stevie. She is there to be of service. So stevie.com, S-T-E-V-I-I.com. I really love that tip as well as I feel like you've shared so much, you know, really good, solid advice here. And I really want to thank you for that. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Oh, great. I want to end with a quote. And uh, I thought this one here was really appropriate for what we have shared and uh, about taking action. And this one is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And it's very simple. It just says, the world belongs to the energetic. So Mm. please do take action. And thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate having you here and we'll catch you again next time. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.